Cattle Call podcast. Going to do a very quick episode here. January 6th, 2021. Uh, very historical day. Regardless of what was going to happen today, it was going to be historic. And come to find out, it was historic for a lot of reasons. That's why I'm making a very, very, very quick podcast. Um, speaking of which, let me go ahead and set my timer here. Okay. So originally today, uh, we were finishing up the the runoffs uh, for the Senate race in Georgia. Um, they have projected winners, but nothing's been officially called yet because you're still counting ballots. It seems that both um, Democrat senators are going to uh, secure the spots in Georgia. Um, that's how the day started. Uh, there was a freedom march for President Trump today because Congress reconvened to certify the electoral college votes for the Trump-Biden uh, election. So that's how it started. There's a big rally. Uh, Trump comes out, gives a speech. Near the end of his speech, Congress begins to meet to discuss the votes. In the middle of that, they just uh, had just objected um, the Arizona. They're, the Arizona, Arizona's contested, so they've objected the delegates from Arizona. They're in the middle of talking about that, and protesters storm the Capitol building. I never thought I'd see it in my lifetime. I remember, you know, hearing stuff about it. You see stuff in movies, um, but it actually happened. Protesters stormed Capitol Hill. Now, we don't know the full story. We don't know all what's going on. I don't want to speculate. Um, that's not my job to speculate. I have a lot of theories, you know, call them conspiracies, uh, call them, you know, naive nature or blame shifting, whatever. I'm not going to get into all those, but again, have a lot of theories. All we know are people that look like or claim to be Trump supporters stormed Capitol Hill. I'm not going to say that they're not. I don't believe they are. Um, the reason I'm recording this podcast, number one, that should be about seven minutes if I can uh, stay on track here. But I've been on Facebook all today. I can be I can be pretty political. I'm a very outspoken conservative. Uh, you know, I myself am a Trump supporter who voted for Trump twice. I've talked about it. Uh, and then I see activity like today. And that does not sit well with me. I've talked to a lot of people. I've had a lot of Facebook discussions. I've had private discussions over Messenger. I've had uh, discussions over Instagram, over text, lots of different people. Most people who don't think like me, uh, and a lot of people that do think like me, but mostly with people who don't think like me. And so we've talked some stuff through. So I just want to share a couple things and we're going to get out of here. Okay. A good place to always start and end things, a good, a good bookend to a podcast would be the Holy Bible. Now, there's one thing that we love more than the Constitution here at Cattle Call Podcast. It's the Holy Bible. Uh, Matthew 12, 25 says, Jesus knew their thoughts and said to them, Every kingdom divided against itself will be ruined, and every city or household divided against itself will not stand. Wow, that's good stuff. Um, it reminds me of 2015, uh, they were having the Republican primaries, and Ben Carson, the neurosurgeon, who's now in charge of uh, housing and urban development for Trump, he one of his little mantras for his campaign was he was saying he wanted unity. He was calling for unity in America. And uh, he was saying how you need both a left wing and a right wing for an eagle to fly. Great sentiment. Uh, of course, not always going to work, and especially now we look at how divided we are, especially after today. Um it seems like the left wing and the right wing aren't even attached to the same bird. But it's a great sentiment, and so I do want to pay homage to that. Um, but yeah, a house divided against itself cannot stand. 
a kingdom divided against itself cannot stand. Okay, that's pretty good thoughts. So speaking of which, looking at stuff today, again, don't want to speculate, don't know exactly who's in charge of what, who's spearheaded um, Capitol Hill, um, I guess breaking down the, the barricades, which, again, don't, don't want to get all into stuff. I've seen a lot of stuff. Um, I don't really know what's going on. I know people are frustrated. Um, I talked to lots of my black friends today, and, and one of their the common frustrations I'm seeing is the uh, different treatment that the protesters today received than BLM, you know, which is Black Lives Matter um, protesters received over the summer. So there wasn't as much tear gas or rubber bullets or people actually getting shot. Two people did get shot outside the uh, U.S. chamber today. That was once they had already infiltrated the Capitol building and Congress had been evacuated. Um, I don't think anyone fatal yet. One in the neck, one in the chest, but I think both are just injured in, in the hospital anyway. So I've seen a lot of hurt and frustration from um, some of my, my Christian friends, from my black friends, my black Christian friends, whoever. So the kind of the, the point of this very short podcast is to, I do want to go ahead and condone what's going on. Not because I don't want to be, oh, you know, you, you're, you know, acting out of white guilt and your black friends put you up. They didn't. They didn't at all. I look at stuff going on today and the stuff I was putting up on Facebook was like, okay, before we all jump to emotional conclusions here, let's just think about this objectively. And from what I can see, the kind of people are, that are doing this, they, they aren't patriots. They don't love America. They're not the conservatives and the Trump supporters I know. So of course, anybody can, can spin things how they want. You can think of what I'm saying is, oh, you know, he refuses to acknowledge the truth. He has a blind spot there or whatever. I look at that and I see a lot of the behavior. It's been 64 days since election day and there hasn't been one building burned, one window broken, one store looted, nothing. There, ha- there haven't been. Conservatives, I mean, we know how to, to lose and lose gracefully. We can be good sports about it. And again, the process is not done. So I'm like, I'm prepared. If Trump loses, we accept it. Trump loses. If he presents all the evidence and, and they go through all the proper constitutional procedures and he loses, he loses. And I think every conservative I know is okay with that being the end result if done in a constitutional, legal, and ethical manner. And then you see stuff like today and you go, why are you undermining the process when we're in the middle of it? They're in the middle of deliberating so we can figure out and have some closure here. Is it going to be Biden? Is it going to be Trump? Okay, now we can, let's let's get on with our lives. And then something like today happens. And again, I don't like it. It doesn't sit well with me. I think all the other world superpowers and other countries that aspire to be half of what America has been the last 250 years, they probably look at that with either disdain or they just cannot stop laughing. They cannot stop laughing. So it's a sad sad day. It could be a very pivotal day. I think there's a lot of opportunity for unity, Um, So, which is kind of the the little purpose of this podcast. Again, I, I don't condone... Uh, some, the violence and stuff. I'm all, I'm all about back in the blue. I love the police. I love the fire, the EMTs, paramedics, first responders, military, very pro all of that. The same people that were saying, you know, back the blue, just comply, don't resist. were the same ones that were fighting back, bringing guns into the, the Capitol building, which by the way, if you don't keep up with gun stuff like I do, and, and a lot of Americans do, uh, Washington DC is the strictest region of the country with guns. It's a felony to have a gun in the Washington, D.C. limits. So even having one, um, they're already facing some some pretty uh, some pretty big legal blowback there. So, again, that's just not who we are as Americans, not who we are as conservatives. Um, and, again, if it truly is conservatives and Trump supporters that do it and not 
um, some pot stirs that were put up to it. I'm prepared to admit I was wrong. But again, even if it is, I don't, I don't, I don't condone that kind of behavior. That's not who we are as, as Americans. And um, now is not the time for that revolution that they're they're begging for. So um, here's what I want to kind of close on: uh, abolition. We've heard the, the heard the word. You know what it is to abolish something. We heard a lot with slavery. Um, by definition, it's the act of officially ending or stopping something. I just finished The Abolition of Man yesterday by C.S. Lewis. C.S. Lewis is a very, very great mind, great saint, great writer, great um, great at about everything. Arguably one of the greatest apologists and philosophers, I would argue, um, all time. So let me get situated real quick. I'm going to read off this quote, and then we'll end the podcast. Okay, so he's talking about in this book, if you haven't read it, it's kind of a response to another book that they were having to read in like public schools. So it's kind of his um, critique and his um, arguments and counter arguments to what the authors of this book were saying. So he's saying here, my own experience as a teacher tells an opposite tale. For every one pupil who needs to be guarded from a weak excess of sensibility, there are three who need to be awakened from the slumber of cold vulgarity. The task of the modern educator is not to cut down jungles, but to irrigate deserts. The right defense against false sentiments is to inculcate just sentiments. That's like to instill just sentiments. By starving the sensibility of our pupils, we only make them easier prey to the propagandist when he comes. For 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 famished nature will be avenged and a hard heart is no infallible protection against a soft head. So... Do with that what you will. Um, I know it's kind of a lot to interpret, but looking at that and the rest of his book, talking about how that, among lots of other things that he will elaborate on um, later, that leads to literally it's the the end of mankind, the end of of they try to overtake human nature, um, and men men just become vulnerable people and they get overtaken. So um, when he's talking about you, we out of four guys, three are um, deserts. We need to irrigate. We need to bring back to life. Th- those are the people. I mean, they, they're uh, they're more feeble. You know, they're hard hearted. They're weak minded. So you think about the stuff going on now and today. You know, we don't have access to a lot of data. A lot of us are being manipulated. There's a lot of division. Um, but again, I mean, you look at stuff. It's it's usually the one percent. Through all the stuff out the summer, with I heard it with. BLM protests. I knew people that went to BLM protests. Even if I don't agree with BLM as an organization, I didn't see anything wrong with the protest. I didn't have any anything wrong with the sentiment of Black Lives Matter. And people were saying they would leave or they'd be on their way out or already gone when a lot of the protests turned violent and started rioting and looting. That I mean, that's in the 1%. That's not every single person with a BLM sign in their yard. The same way whoever stormed the Capitol today that's not every single conservative. That's not every person with a Trump Pence sticker. So we're we're seeing, you know, these the one percenters, I guess we can call them, um, showing you, hey, hey, look at this. This symbolizes the whole. It's not the whole. In fact, it's not the whole. The, we're being more divided because we as a country are now the deserts that need that need to be irrigated. We are now that easy prey that C.S. Lewis warned us about. So kind of the call to action for this episode is number one to just to say, hey, that's not what conservatives and Americans believe what happened today. We do want to trust a process. I'm governed solely by 
the Bible as a man and as a Christian and the Constitution as an American. I will always submit to man's laws and man's rulings when they do not conflict with God's laws. And about every other person I know can say the exact same thing. That's the fact of the matter. The other fact of the matter is we're being deprived of data. We're being used to you know, pit each other against one another. We're always going to be shown the 1% of the other side, so you hate the whole other side. That's not the fact of the matter. I've talked to majority people that do not think the same as me politically, ideologically, some even spiritually, and we had some great conversations today, and they understood what I'm saying. I understand what they're saying. So we can move forward here. Um, Pretty pivotal day. Thank you for listening, and for the first time ever, (laughs) I mean it when I say I will see you on the other side. Mm -hmm.